Welcome back to the TGI Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and it feels great to be right in the thick of Spooky Month. It's here. It's great. It's only going to get better. And, you know, after taking a chance on last week's episode where we covered the Twilight Zone, you know what, I decided we're going to go back with a little more traditional, quote-unquote traditional here, 90s sitcom. This one has been a long time coming for the podcast. I'm honestly surprised it's taken me this long to do an episode on it. So without much further ado, on to the show. right this week we are covering the show dinosaurs for the very first time and specifically we're covering the season three episode titled little boy boo and the episode it debuted on october 30th of 1992 and first of all to get into my own history of the show dinosaurs it's one i very very much remember watching when i was young i remember it being creepy i remember it being a little weird uh, I remember it specifically first on ABC, and then it was played a lot on the Disney Channel, if I remember correctly. But before watching this episode, it had been a long time since I had watched a Dinosaurs episode in full. And oh boy, it was something. <laughs> but we'll get into that in just a few minutes. As for the overall history of the series, it ran from April 26th of 1991 through July 20th of 1994 and then there were a handful of episodes that also ran from September 6th of 1995 through November 10th of 1995 but it's listed as having four seasons the show it was about a family of dinosaurs and it was produced by Michael Jacobs Productions who Michael Jacobs of course known for creating Boy Meets World which we have covered multiple multiple times on this show i think we've done halloween thanksgiving christmas new year's maybe prom and uh first day of school so boy means world has been very very well represented on this show and uh, this was also produced uh created in a sense by the incomparable jim henson obviously known for all of his work with the muppets Sadly, Jim Henson passed away before the show's premiere, and one thing about this show, even though it ran for four years, it had a decent run, it was getting good numbers in the ratings, but many believe that it cost just far too much to produce the show because of the animatronics, uh, that that is what ultimately, you know, 
forced it to go off the air. And Dinosaurs did a despite being a show about dinosaurs, they touched on a lot of issues from sex to racism to sexuality overall to global warming. I mean, all environmental issues. Clearly, if you've seen this show and if you know how it ended, spoiler alert, it ends with an asteroid hitting the Earth and killing all the dinosaurs. And so it's dark, but it's it, the show tapped into a lot of things for being kind of a silly dinosaur show. And the plot of the show itself, the the family, they're set in 60 million BC, uh, and it focuses on the Sinclair family. And basically, it's taking any version of a family sitcom, it's just centering it around a family of dinosaurs. Uh, Stuart Pankin, he did the voice of uh, the father, Earl Sinclair. Jessica Walter did the voice of Fran Sinclair. Robbie Sinclair was voiced by Jason Willinger. Charlene Sinclair was voiced by Sally Struthers. And last but not least, Baby Sinclair was voiced by Kevin Clash. And in this particular episode, it also features Florence Stanley as the voice of Grandma Ethel. And before jumping into the meat of the episode, it is time for one of our new segments. Now it is time for a Christmas connection. So this is yet another very easy Christmas connection to make. And we're turning to the late, great Jim Henson. Because of his creation of the Muppets, fans have been able to gather around during the holidays to enjoy so many things that involve the Muppets, Sesame Street, anything in that Jim Henson world, including the Muppet Christmas Carol, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, Christmas Eve on Sesame Street, uh, the Christmas toy, and my personal favorite, a Muppet Family Christmas. They certainly seem to be having a good time out there, Sprocket. Yeah, I like it when they have a good time. But I tell you what, somebody's got to do something about these dishes, Sprocket. Come on. I'll wash and you dry, okay? So for this specific episode of Dinosaurs, IMDb has the plot summary as this. After the baby pulls a stunt that scares Robbie half to death, he decides to tell the baby a true terrifying story. He's been bitten by a bloodthirsty creature known as a were-man and will become one when the moon is full. So the episode, it starts off, we have Earl being upset that he's been waiting in the car for 10 minutes with his mother-in-law, waiting for the rest of the family to to get outside. We have Charlene, she comes rushing in and she's got uh, like a ballerina-esque type outfit on and we find out she's performing in a play that night and Robbie, he is offered to stay home and babysit the baby because he says there's no way that he would go to this show and he'd much rather watch his baby brother than have to sit through his sister's play. So Fran, she's kind of going over the rules with Robbie. Look, you know, make sure Bobby or the baby doesn't eat, eat any more cookies or anything. Put him to bed. There you go. But as soon as Fran leaves the baby, he's trying to pull a fast one on Robbie and he starts sneaking a bunch of cookies before he starts choking. And then we see Robbie, he's freaking out, but we get a little wink at the camera from the baby before we head into the opening sequence of the show. After we jump back inside, Robbie thinks 
baby's completely keeled over at this point. Decides he needs to call 911 or the equivalent of it before Robbie realizes it was all a trick. And Robbie, he's kind of freaking out a little bit on baby. He's like, you don't scare people like that. That's not funny. It's just, it's rude. You don't do that to other people. And I have to point out at this moment how much baby sounds exactly like Elmo. So Kevin Clash, he does the voice of Baby. He also did the voice of Elmo. I did not remember how much Baby sounded like Elmo. It is so spot on. Maybe a little, little more gravel to his voice. To you know, for uh, I guess this is the best way I can describe it. But it is very jarring <laughs> to hear his voice again and then think of Elmo because they sound so similar. But back in this episode, Robbie he says, "Look." I gotta take you to bed. And Baby's like, I need a story before I go to sleep. And Robbie's like, hey, I got a super scary story I can tell you. So Robbie starts telling him the story. And and he's walking home one night on an autumn night, just like that night. And him and his date are taking a shortcut through a cemetery. She's worried, obviously. It's spooky. It's scary to be going through a cemetery late at night. Robbie's like, it's not a big deal. No worry, I'm here. And then a caveman-looking guy jumps up and he starts attacking Robbie's girlfriend. Robbie, being the big, strong, strapping boyfriend, he tries beating him up before uh, his date kind of slugs him with something. And then we realizes he's got a gash on his arm. <gasps> and back at home, Robbie explains to Baby that even though he cleaned out the wound, it would not heal no matter what he did. So Robbie decided to go to the woods to seek out a gypsy for some help. She looks at the cut and what I thought was funny is Robbie's like, it's been a day and it still looks like this. As if this cut on his arm would magically heal in one day. Uh, But anyways, they both notice he has a giant pentagram on the palm of his hand. Which again, I don't know how Robbie would not have noticed that until that exact uh, moment with the gypsy who was played by the grandma in this sequence. Uh, But she points out it wasn't just a regular caveman, it were a were-man. And she explains that a were-man is a dinosaur bitten by a caveman during a full moon. So obviously playing off the werewolf trope and all of that. And she says the only way that Robbie can cure himself is by beating himself with a club of pure silver. So we jump back into modern times and he tells Baby he raced home to find a silver club. And he noted that all the stores were closed so he had to beat himself with a silver spoon. And I did like this little clip and it says Robbie smacking himself in the head with a spoon before we see the full moon rising through and Robbie starts to turn into a were-man. And he's literally just a guy. <laughs> uh, it's it's so silly. I mean, it's a show about dinosaurs, but it's it somehow managed to be even sillier. But after we go to a commercial break, a comeback, he's a full-on were-man at this point. And Robbie says he started to go into a rampage and he walks into the kitchen and he scares both his father and his sister before they point out that he looks like a stinky, scary were-man. And they start throwing food at him and and Robbie runs out the door. They don't realize it's Robbie, which, come on, they should have realized this at this point. He walks out of his own bedroom. You would think they would put two and two together, but no, of course not. They don't realize it. 
And Earl says, you know what we're going to do? We're going to call an angry mob to go hunt him down and kill him. Because why not, right? So Wereman Robbie is now wandering around the streets. And he almost attacks his girlfriend from earlier. Before we see this angry mob start running after him. And back in the reality here, he keeps asking Baby if he's scared. But Baby's kind of denying it. But he's looking a little scared. But Robbie's going to try to make this story even scarier. And he claims that the gypsy in the forest had actually told him another way to get rid of the curse. And she says he has to eat the toes of a bad baby dinosaur who won't go to sleep when he is told. So at this point, Baby really starts freaking out. Eventually, Robbie tells him, I just want you to know that this all happened one hour ago. Baby... Freaking out, he eventually gets even more scared by Robbie and he is now hanging from the ceiling in their cave-like home. And Robbie tells Baby, look, it's all a story. It's not a big deal. I was just trying to prove to you that it's not fun to scare people. Look, it's just a trick. I'm just playing a joke on you. But Baby, he's not believing him. He's having none of it. Robbie tries to bribe him with some cookies and candy before realizing and baby's like you we don't have any more cookies here we don't have any candy what are you gonna do robbie's like look i'll check next door for candy and if they don't have any candy he'll go door to door in the neighborhood before he has a full bag of candy and right then i got the ding 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 okay i see where they're going with this i see where they're going with this so they go after a commercial break they knock on the door this neighbor, older gentleman, older, older dinosaur, uh, comes to the first door and they ask him for some candy. And the guy's like, hey, is this some kind of a trick? Before Robbie says, no, it's just a treat for the baby. Aha, I see what they're doing here. And I got to I got to admit, I was starting to wonder if this is just like a scary episode that they put out around Halloween or if they're actually going to sort of tie in Halloween with it a little bit. And the neighbor's like, what do you expect from me? It's just the 31st of October. And then Robbie says, I don't know, maybe next time we should just wear costumes or something. Then we go to the commercial break. And when we come back, I'm completely thrown off here. I don't know what's going on. Baby's watching a dinosaur dinosaur version of MTV, which I have to admit, it's pretty cool. Uh, it looks, they, they like basically stole MTV graphics but made it dinosaur themed. And so I loved how that was ripped off. And then we get a music video for a song titled I'm the Baby, Gotta Love Me, which was very weird, very out of place. I don't know what the hell was going on. And then all of a sudden this episode's over. <laughs> and that ends Little Boy Boo from the third season of Dinosaurs. Now, as always on this on this podcast, I like to determine if an episode should be deemed a holiday classic, and for this, I'm giving it a no way, Jose. This one was tough for me, and it's always tough for me if I have to give an episode a no way, Jose. I would assume if you've listened along the way, you know that I more than likely give an episode a you got a dude. But there's just something about this one that doesn't feel right. And I don't really know why. I know it's prehistoric time, so Halloween isn't a thing. But 
I guess I was just hoping for more. I thought they would lean into that trick-or-treating thing that we got at the end with Baby and Robbie. I thought maybe that could have been moved up in this episode and made it a little bit better. But it just, it I don't know, it just didn't work. And overall, it didn't live up to the hype that I still had in my head for what this show was from when I was younger. Again, it's been a very long time since I've sat and watched a full, complete episode of Dinosaurs. And quite frankly, I didn't like it. And I loved this show as a kid. And I know things change and your perceptions of things change and, and everything. But a lot of these shows, I could still power through if it's not very good because of the nostalgia. And I could not even do that with this. It was hard. It's a half hour episode, less than half hour. And I kept finding myself wanting to like look at my phone or something like that. It's just it didn't hit the way that I wanted it to. So I think if you're trying to find some sort of feels, especially Halloween feels, you can go a lot of a lot better routes than this particular episode. Again, a little disappointing overall because it is a show I loved. I loved this show as a kid. And I didn't remember this one, and I thought, and I saw a few stills from it, and I thought, okay, this one could be funny, it could be good, but it just, it didn't work. It didn't work. So I hope, I hope uh, you could find something a little better than this to watch. And speaking of that, moving forward throughout the rest of the month, we got some more fun things planned. Uh, of course, we've we've hit on. Home Improvement Halloween episodes throughout the run of our show. That will be no different again this year. I cannot wait for those because they always are so, so good. A couple other fun shows we'll have in there as well. Again, we had talked earlier and my plan was to do a more spooky, Christmassy type of thing for the month of October. But honestly, after doing the Twilight Zone episode, I realized it wasn't going to hit the way I wanted. I think that might be better suited for some sort of Christmas and july in the future i really wanted to get back to more halloween specific and again this one didn't hit exactly the way i wanted it to but it's better if in terms of halloween spooky feels than that twilight zone episode which i think is a really good christmas episode it's just not a good spooky scary episode so now that we have this one in the books, we still have a few more episodes left to drop this month as i said before we head over to november and thanksgiving Super excited for those. We're going to cover How I Met Your Mother, Friends, a couple other fun shows in there as well. I cannot wait to do. Thanksgiving has been real fun. I've said it before that they're some of our most listened to episodes. And I'm excited for what's going to come up in the month of November because I do think there's some pretty fun episodes. As always, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on both Facebook and Instagram by searching for TGI Podcast. If you leave us a review, let me know on one of those platforms. I'll get in touch with you, get your address, I'll send you some stickers. Uh, Because I want to get the word out more on this podcast. I know uh, a good amount of people listen to this. I would love to get it in the ears of even more people, especially as we get closer to the holiday season. So as always, thank you for listening. We'll be back again next week with another Halloween episode. And I'll talk to you all very soon. The TGI Podcast is written, produced, and hosted by me, Matt Yurick. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Yurick, and be sure to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.